0: The 473rd edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at GameTime.co and use promo code CFBX for $20 off. Once again, that's GameTime.co, promo code CFBX.
1: Hello to Welcome to episode what do we got? 473 of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This one is going out to super coach Ray Longo. Not just a super coach, but also a funny, uh funny man. So this goes out to Mr. Longo. Thank you for coming to the show. We're still going through regional MMA. This time we're last, last episode we were in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Now we've jetted over to Yokohama, Japan for a pancreas, pancreas, not pancreas, pancreas, uh, 30th anniversary event, 340 um, shows they have done. And this is their 30th anniversary event. Um, So we're going to break it down. That's what we're going to do. I'm not doing it by myself, of course, because I would... I guess I could flip a coin. I might even do better than my co host. Who's to say? But he is a regional MMA god. So uh, I probably would do worse. It's the one and only Gumby Vreeland. Hello, Mr. Vreeland.
0: Up like 16 units on regional MMA. I am a tad bit worried. Uh, So I built this, like, you know, this impressive regional MMA record over the 2023 regional MMA season. And now we're just going to drop like 25 in the (laughs) last week. I'm worried I'm just going to go over 25 and be down nine units or something like that. It is. Yeah, it's like kind of an insane thing to do at the end. But luckily, you know, we we had a little fun with Samurai Fight House last week. Uh, Luckily, I knew a couple of those guys. Um, I knew a couple of the people on Pancrace, not too many. This one was a little harder. And then... We got some octagon coming up later next week for you guys. And I will tell you the octagon one was a lot more fun and a lot more familiar names on it. Octagon is slowly putting together like I yep. know this is not the octagon episode. Octagon's putting on great shit lately.
1: The good octagon. There's multiple octagons yeah, there's multiple ox- ways. <laughs>
0: there's two octagons with a K. There's two with a
1: yeah. K. Yeah. <laughs> uh I know. It- it's strange. Uh tell us about the history of Pancras, Gumby. For and... people who, who are, aren't are familiar with it.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, it's just an old, I know that it's an old promotion. I yes. know that Pancration, the wor- word technically comes from the uh, Olympic sport, which was basically like MMA based back in Pancration. Yep. Yeah, Pancration yep. uh, from way, way back in the day um you know you could talk about former people who used to fight they used to call them kings of pancreas instead of champions yep. Yep. uh which was kind of fun i don't know necessarily you know like if you asked me to give you some like pride background or some WEC background i yep. probably would have done a lot better than Pancras. but uh yep. it's it is they, they've had fun events for a long ass time now
1: yes it's a story promotion is basically what we can leave it at uh it's been around 30 years, so so what more do you need uh, than that? So, um, we are going to break down five fights, Gumby, as per usual. Um, you were saying off air, this is one you had to do. Uh, you had to do some digging for right? Some research. Yeah, there were a couple
0: of people I had heard of. There were a couple of names I recognized, and I was like, oh, I know that guy, but why? Uh, and then I had to, like, dig into his record, and I was like, that's why. Uh, and then eventually got there. There's actually one person who I remembered and could say I confidently know what their fighting style looks like before watching them again. Um, but that was it.
1: <laughs> okay. Hey, we're we're in lean times, all right, people? Uh, yeah, this, doesn't is, mean... this
0: is me. This is me being out over my skis just a little bit.
1: good it's good it's that's the only way you grow gumby is to is to be uncomfortable right that's right something like that um are there going to be odds for this somewhere one of the offshores probably have it
0: yeah usually the offshores have pancreas Um, although they do shows less frequently so sometimes they kind of get forgotten but this is an anniversary show they should be good
1: yep yep um so that is what we're going to break down here so this event is going down christmas eve but midnight eastern christmas eve so the day before the night before santa comes okay uh so you people know this is pancreas 340 the 30th anniversary is what it is called uh sunday december 24th 12 a.m eastern time internet pay-per-view 14 fights we're not we're not covering all 14 we're going to give you the uh, a choice five that gumby likes the best uh yokohama budokan is where they're fighting which is a uh revered venue um so it's um it's, this time of year is is a good time uh, to be a fight fan in uh, in Japan. Normally, maybe not as much as back in the Pride days, but still, uh, there's there's good shows coming up, uh, like Ryzen, for instance, and this one as well. Um, anybody on this before we jump into anybody on this card that jumps out as potentially UFC caliber, or you want to wait and see how they how they perform? I guess one person was on Road Two already, right?
0: Yeah, he's and I think he's pretty much UFC caliber already. If I'm being honest, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan.
1: Anyone else that stands out um, or you
0: want to wait? Yeah, let me let me wait to think about what I'm about to say about some of them. And then then I'll tell you. if I'm going to say out the gate, none of them feel like they're UFC caliber, but some could make some gains, I guess.
1: That's another difference between Gumby and myself. Well, one of us thinks before they speak, one of us just says things. <laughs> right. That's, that's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. All right. Um, let's jump into it, shall we? Uh, we're going to start with one of the fighters i was just alluding to this would be a featherweight fight three five-minute rounds Ryogo takahashi versus sang won kim so we got japan versus south korea here uh kim no problem is the nickname which is i don't it's not that a fact that i watched him fight twice it's the nickname that that rang about with me like oh wait a minute i remember that no problem that's a good nickname. So this gentleman we have uh, seen before, we have spoken of before uh, he's 11, six and one, three knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice. One and o in Pancras, lost win, lost win over his last four. He was one-on-one one on the road to the UFC show, uh, was a regional champion, used to fight down at weight, four years younger than Takahashi, two inches of height on hand, three inches of reach. Takahashi, not Hiromu Takahashi. <laughs> I wonder if a- anyone listening knows who I'm talking about. We'll, we'll see. Your dog does. Uh, Katie is the nickname i'm probably saying it wrong uh k-a-i-t-i k-a-t sure 14 and 7 with 10 knockouts he's been knocked out three times this is his pancreas debut he's lost three straight fights and only won one of his last five he's not won a fight since october of 2020 all the good old days the good old pandemic days uh two and four and one championship so he has fought in the biggest promotion in the world i used to fight up at lightweight was regional champion 2011 pro mma debut. Go ahead.
0: I'm going to say that Sangwon Kim is going to be the favorite here, but I'm I'm going to say I don't know by how much, uh, mostly because Takahashi has fought for one in, in not a lot of wins there, but he, he looked all right. Um, so I, I don't think he'll be completely overmatched here. If I had to say odds on this one, let's say negative 200 on Sangwon Kim. And I'm going to pick Kim here. As I said off the top, he's a guy who I just kind of believe in. He's a guy who I think has a lot of potential um, I really like his ability to wrestle. Uh, I like his ability to mix things up in general. Um, pretty much the only thing that stopped him from winning Road to the UFC and winding up being a a UFC fighter is he ran into Ziya. Um, and Ziya is is or Zayi? It's Zayi. Zayi. Uh, it's just massive for that weight class. He was just way too big for somebody like Sangwon Kim to deal with. I actually think Sangwon Kim is like a little bit more skilled in terms of what he has to offer um and so like if if you had you know maybe ran up against the guy who wasn't such a size issue for him he he probably would have won that show and you know not nothing against uh his opponent here but he's a short king and you know I don't take short kings anymore oh uh, yeah um, short he, queens
1: he, maybe but not short kings
0: that's right i took a short queen on yesterday's episode so uh but i don't think
1: short tell your wife
0: and uh She's not short. She's tall. Um,
1: (laughs) I know. That's what I'm saying. You took a short queen. Don't tell her.
0: Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, like I don't think he's going to have any problem with uh, Go's size. So like I think, you know, this should be an easy one for him. You'll see him get his grappling going and probably get a stoppage in there.
1: All right. There you go. He's predicting a stoppage as well. So maybe you can get a prop bet. All right. Before we move on, I got to tell you about underdog fantasy. Of course, I don't have to. I want to tell you about underdog fantasy because we enjoy underdog fantasy. Gummy and I write underdog fantasy articles every night uh, for the nba on uh the site sportsgamblingpodcast.com and underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long nfl nba nhl college basketball college football mma they got it all over there simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players fantasy stats and cash in do you have a play for us gumby yeah or... you'll, you'll hear that
0: for thursday uh thursday, and yeah. so thursday night football's got the saints and the rams i'll take kyron williams is higher than on his rushing yards
1: all right, watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. It's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, we are going up a weight class, lightweight, three five-minute rounds. Yasuki Kasuya from Japan versus Tatsuya Saika as well from Japan. I'll tell you about Saika first. I feel like I'm saying his name wrong. Am I saying his name wrong?
0: i think that's how you say it I, I i think you're doing great
1: oh thanks buddy what a great guy that, that's it that's a uh co-pilot for you all right yanbo is the nickname he's nine and four with nine knockouts he's been knocked out three times submitted once you know what that makes me say gumby he owes us rounds he owes us rounds he's never gone the distance he owes us rounds uh five and one in Pancras. Uh, two and one over his last three, two and three over his last five. Got knocked out in his last fight, four inches taller than Kasuya. Kasuya 13, seven and two, two knockouts, 10 submissions. Knocked out three times, submitted once. He owes us some rounds, too. A four and four in Pancras. He's won three straight and four of six. And four of nine. Uh, Oh, and two in the UFC. I forgot this guy was even in the UFC. Uh, I believe he fought Alexander Volkanovsky. He did, yes. Good good reference. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Um, Yes, so that's a a rough rough go there. And he's 2010. He's been a professional MMA fighter since. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, so I think uh, Katsuya is going to come in here as a favorite. Uh, We'll say like minus 190, maybe like plus 170 on the return for Saika. And I actually like Saika in this fight. I I think Katsuya, he can crack a little bit on the feet. Um, he's kind of like made his career out of grappling. In fact, like he's you know, you mentioned Volkanovsky and his two fights in the UFC, he went all two in the UFC, but he actually fought UFC veterans otherwise, too. Like he submitted Frank Camacho way back when on the regional scene, which is you know, like a, a pretty legitimate win. Um, but like you know, like, like I said, he can crack a little bit on the feet, he very much prefers to grapple. I just kind of worry about how much mileage he has on him now because, as you said, he started fighting in 2010. The 13 fight career is already kind of long, but it is a big 13 years too. It is not like he fought just like a couple of times every year like this dude has been fighting. Um, and I worry a little bit especially based on the fact that he's clearly lost a step in his last couple of fights. start to worry about the chin a little bit here. and psyche is a guy who can touch your chin. Um, I, I don't like the reason the, the reason Saika is losing fights is because he leans forward when he strikes. Um, He's got like some straight punches that he really likes to throw and his chin comes forward and his whole neck and head come forward. And, and that's like obviously super problematic. But at this point in time, Kasuya is not really knocking anybody out. And when Saika lands, when he throws like that, he's actually putting people on their back and getting, you know, he winds up getting the TKO finish with ground and pound, but like he leans forward. And when he, he hits, it, it, the power comes from that weird stance and that weird thing he's doing. So with Katsuya kind of slowing down a touch, I think Saika is going to tag him at some point in time. Probably going to be a dog here, but I'll take Saika.
1: All right, you're taking Saika. What do you think we're going to get him at? Or what's the range you like to get well,
0: him at? I'd say anything in the plus I'd kind of be in on, but I bet you he's close to plus
1: 170, plus 180. All right. We'll say plus 175, how about? I like it all right there you go math that's math for you all right we are moving to a title fight uh nothing but title fights nothing but gold or silver or whatever color their belts are uh going forward Pancras interim flyweight championship i won't put you on the spot gummy no, you don't, I don't know why it's i don't know why these
0: promotions <laughs> um, who fight so infrequently also want to yeah. have interim titles
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh we got sai ichiro ito from japan versus naoki Arakawa from Japan as well. This is five five-minute rounds. Make note of that. They do the five-minute round thing there for title fights. So five five-minute rounds at 125 pounds, which should be fun. Um, all right. Arakawa, eight, four, and one, two knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. Five and two in Pancras, one and two over his last three, three and three over his last six. He did win his last fight, however, and he's two inches taller than Ito. Ito, 16, four, and two, three knockouts, 10 submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted twice. 2 and all in Pancras. He's won four straight. Before that, he lost three straight. All four of his wins have come via finish. He used to fight down at, oh, sorry, up at Bantamweight. 2012 Pro MMA debut. He's also done some pro grappling. All right, break it down.
0: So Saitiro Ito is definitely going to be the favorite here. I'm guessing probably like negative 350. He's going to be a massive favorite here. And if you asked me after one Kim, one person on this fight card who I'd like, you know, thought had potential to go big show here. Ito might be it um, because I really like his speed on the feet and I, I really like the way he mixes to the body. Uh, that's probably the most impressive thing that he does is when he throws on the feet, he also just like, you know, one to the body to end every single combination. And at flyweight, that's like, just like a really good skill to have to slow down some of those faster guys. Um, and the other thing I really like about him is anytime he tags somebody, he jumps right on top of him and gets this up. Um, like despite the fact that he's got really good striking skills, a lot of his finishes are submissions. So, like, he's a guy who gets after it. And with Arakawa, Arakawa is a guy who I just have seen in fights kind of crumble under pressure. When people move forward repeatedly against him and kind of not let him dictate the pace that he wants to fight in his arms just flail a little bit too much. He he goes into a defensive shell and takes punches and like, you know, sometimes he's worked his way out of that and gotten himself to places where he could win the fight, but against Ito who likes to move forward and is going to hit him in the body seven times. If he shells up, I just think it's a terrible matchup for him. So uh, I, yeah, I like Sajiro Ito here.
1: All right, there you go. Ito is the pick. Um, let's move to the co-main event. Another this one's actually a vacant title. Pancras is vacant Bantamweight Championship. Yasuhiro Kawamura versus Tokitaka Nakanishi. Five 500-minute rounds at Bantamweight. <clears throat> Excuse me. We will tell you about Nakanishi first. He is 10-3. and One knockout, four submissions. Uh, he's been knocked out once, submitted once. 7-1 in Pancras. He's won five straight fights and nine of 10. He is, however, he's not fought since December of 2022. Used to fight up at featherweight. Is a pro grappler, five years younger than Kawamura. Kawamura, 15, 8, and 1, with 10 submissions. He's been knocked out once, 10, and 6 in Pancras. He's won two straight and three of four. He's won four straight fights via submission. Is a regional champion. Used to fight at featherweight as well. Also, it was a pro grappler, four inches taller than Nishi. All right, your job. So I think Nakanishi is going
0: to be a favorite here, probably like negative 200, negative 225, maybe. Um, And I think the reason why for me and the reason why I'm picking him here is both of these guys like to grapple a touch, but uh, Nakanishi is a guy who is way better in terms of positional grappling. Like he is far better at holding the position, posturing up, hurting people with ground and pound, not just diving for a sub and hoping that you get it and then winding up in a much worse spot. Whereas Kawamura is more of that. Kawamura is a guy who looks like he grapples in a grappling contest, largely because he's grappled in a tons of grappling contests, you know, who go figure. Uh, And and like he grapples that way in an MMA fight too. And I think that's cool. If you're fighting somebody who's got far worse grappling skills than you to kind of just, you know, like, go for it like we saw leon edwards last weekend just kind of go for it right and it, he wasn't in any real danger cuz colby had nothing left and wasn't going to stop him and didn't have the power to stop him and he was just going to get right back up if he failed that's fine if that's the case but when you're fighting a guy whose grappling skills and positional grappling skills are that much better than you you just can't do that all the time you you have to be calculated in the way that you do that and i think Nakashini is is the guy who is more calculated and you know should by some wild move this fight wind up being a striking match um which would suck for fans because not th- yeah. this this would be a this is gonna be a really fun grappling match you got one guy who's really good at positional stuff one guy who's gonna die for tons of stuff this should be like scramble city all day and, and you know Nakashini should should wind up in the, the best positions but if this wound up a striking match too I like him as well uh which is why you know, if there's a price tag right around negative 200, I think he's a good play too. So, uh, yeah, give me uh, give me Nakanishi here.
1: Scramble City all day, Gumby. I like that. It's good Scramble name. Scramble City all day. <laughs> it, it should be a name of the Jiu-Jitsu uh, gym. Open it, Gumby. Open it.
0: <laughs> Scramble City all
1: day. Okay. Okay, there you go. Don't don't quit doing the show, though. We need you um, to talk about Pancras. All right, we're going to tell you, I'm going to tell you about a place that you can spend some of this money that we're going to help you win. It would be a game time. You don't have to spend too much though. Cause game time. Is it a fantastic app that can get you tickets last minute and you don't have to pay through the nose for this stuff. A game time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps in your set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Game time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Hint, hint. I like gifts. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Hall of Fame Bets, another place that will help you win some money. You win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Start all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets. Craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Main event time of the 30th anniversary show will be a battle for the pancras welterweight championship genpai hayashi from japan versus a fellow japanese fighter Ryoichiro sumimura and this is five five minute rounds 170 pounds we will tell you about the challenger sumimura 22 8 and one six knockouts four submissions he's been knocked out twice submitted twice three zero on pancras that's part of a three-fight winning streak, and he's also won eight of his last nine, won his last fight via TKO. He went 0-1 in Bellator, was a regional champion, 2009 pro MMA debut, 200 solid in Hayashi. Hayashi, 13-11-1 with five knockouts. He's been knocked out twice, submitted twice, 12-9 in Pancras, and is the champion of the world. He's won three straight fights. Before that, he lost three straight He's not lost a fight since December of 2021. So he's got a couple year winning streak here. Uh, Used to fight at lightweight 2012 pro MMA debut, three years younger than Sumi Mura. So a couple of veterans going at it in the main event. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, and I think this is going to be probably a pick based on the fact that Hayashi is the current champ. uh, And it's looked kind of decent as of late. But I actually don't think he's the better fighter, which will probably make this a uh, a favorite here or uh pick him here with Sumamura, and you know, like I just said, I don't think he's the better fighter. The thing about Hayashi who that that has kind of made him fun to watch for some time, and this is one of the ones I didn't have to look up is he's like a Rockham Sockham robot dude. He like he 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 so badly wants to cre- recreate that moment that Don Fry had with uh, what's his face um, the big yes.
1: fella the japanese fella, <laughs> the fella. in pride <laughs> um, yeah
0: and it it just looks like he wants to recreate that moment every time he gets a single collar tie and just throws these like pawing hands um uh, he, he's more technical than that obviously but like it looks like he wants to you know reinvent that he loves to back a guy up against the cage and then stand shoulder length away from him and just throw you know, hook after hook after hook after hook after hook until somebody gets tagged really bad. And he's been doing well at that. The problem is, is he's fighting Sumamura, who's a little bit taller, a little bit longer, a little bit craftier, definitely better defensively when it comes to striking. And actually has some pretty good counters. And the best part about his counters is now he's not going to have to draw them out. He's going to know that what punches are coming and he's just going to have to snipe one of those counters through in order to really make it work. Um, I also think he could get in a firefight and probably, I, I mean, then it's pretty much a coin flip. He could win that fight too, um, because it's, it's not like he doesn't have power. He's not able to throw in that kind of event. But I think the fact that he's bigger, the fact that he can use range a little bit better, and the, the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, I just think that one of those counters is going to land from Sumamura. I, I would go with Sumamura here.
1: All right. There you go. All your picks, all your winners right there. Let's recap. Sumimura, Nakanishi, Ito, Saika, and Kim. Correct?
0: That's right.
1: All right. Awesome. Hope you all enjoyed that. You can chat with us in the Discord, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Discord. You hit us up on Twitter. That would be SGPNMMA. He's at Gumby and I'm a Jeff Fox writer on there and as well as on Instagram. You can get into my Substack, check out all my writing. I'm still doing writing, even with the UFC being off. And that would be moneymma.substack.com. Gumby is still doing shows on his other podcasts as well, even though the UFC is off. That would be Top Turtle MMA. Uh, this week, he's got a couple of fighters from your, Uriah Faber's A1 Combat on the show. And he also talks with his co-host about uh, predictions for 2024 in the UFC. So make sure you listen to that. Ram it into your ear holes. And all good things in the sports gambling sphere is at sportsgamblingpodcast and sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Gummy, take us out of here.
0: All right, I'm Daniel Gumby-Breeland. He's Yanbo Jeff Fox. And we will see you on Sunday.